Evil cannot hide from me. No secret is secret from me. The truth of your guilt will always be revealed to me. I am the Jewel. The Jewel is brought to you by Oasis Cigarettes, the smoke that's a little bit of paradise with each puff. The Jewel, Phantom Defender of Justice, is in reality Dr. Beryl Morgan, famed archaeologist. One day, during a dig in a secret location somewhere in the Pacific, she unearthed a strange violet stone set in an ancient pendant. The stone glowed at her touch, but no one else's. Amar the mystic, Beryl's faithful friend and partner in the Morgan Museum, recognized the pendant. He told her that the stone possessed strange and powerful qualities, but it would only work for the one it chose. Beryl tried it and found that she could read Amar's every thought. She vowed to use the stone's power only for good. With that, the jewel was born. In the last episode, Beryl was united with Farley, a long-lost sister she never knew she had, and Ray had been reunited with a childhood friend. We now find Ray and Artie catching up for lost time. you, this gal was the most beautiful. Ray, are you awake? Huh? Yeah, I'm awake. You were saying something about a woman you met. I, I didn't meet her. I just passed her in the street. Something I also said. What is up with you? Just a lot of work. Hardy's been on vacation, so I've been pulling double duty as commissioner and police chief. And of course, the crime rate went way up this week. I can't stop thinking about all the cases I dealt with today. I'm really glad tomorrow's Friday. I bet. That's too much, pal. You need a vacation yourself. Hey, when was the last time you took one? Last December, when I went to Mordonia with Beryl for her father's wedding. That's not a vacation. Weddings are never vacations. Especially not that one. The bride, who also happens to be the queen of Mordonia was kidnapped by her prime minister, and we had to rescue her. <laughs> then it really doesn't count. When was the last time you had a real vacation? The kind where you just sit and relax? <laughs> Never. Even when there isn't a crime to solve, I'm always doing something, like hiking, or water skiing, or snow skiing. Then it's time you had one. Hey, why don't you come down on a boat with me? It's not a luxury yacht, but you'll get a few days away from here. I'll put you to work and you'll forget everything. Thanks, but I don't think so. Beryl should be coming home soon, and I don't want to miss that. Do you know when soon is? Well, no, but I Tell you think... what, we'll do a day trip. I I'm worried about you, Ray. You're, you're wound tighter than a watch spring. I've had a few things to be wound up about. You're right. I should take a vacation, even if it's just in my own backyard. 
I'll let the mayor know in the morning. Starting tomorrow at 5.01 p.m., I'll be off work for a whole week. Nothing but fun and relaxation for me. <laughs> I'll drink to that. The Catanians were clever to build a secret tunnel to an armory outside the castle walls. I have many caches of arrows hidden in the forest for easy access. That makes you as clever as a Mordonian. Not that I would expect anything less. Oh, I still can't believe you're here, Farley, even after three weeks. And I'm thrilled beyond all measure. Oh, I wish your mother was here to see you. She would be as happy as I am. I wish she were here as well. Are you happy to be here, Farley? I can only imagine how different everything is to you. I hope we haven't overwhelmed you. Yes, I am happy to be here. I'm a little overwhelmed, but I don't mind being so, not by my own family. Every day I am thankful to have found you, and every day it is a little easier to wake up in a real bed. Here you two are. I guess I should have started with the armory instead of ending my search here. <laughs> we came in through the tunnel. Farley and I got to talking about ancient warfare and... I remembered the tunnel. Warfare? It's a heavy subject. Wouldn't the artistry of the Cotanians be a better subject? Not necessarily. Warfare is an unavoidable evil, as long as there are those who insist on pursuing it and should be discussed. Better to be prepared for the inevitable than merely hope it will go away. Such wise words. How do you know things like that? Books, mostly. Holmer had many, many books. I have read every one. And I have seen such things for myself. There have been many battles over territory in Tablak. That forest is not as peaceful as one might think. I believe that. Still, I think that if people used the tools of peace instead of weapons of hate, there would be less war. <laughs> Words of a mystic. I agree with your ideals. But I also see reality. You should see it as well. I see it as it exists now. There is always a possibility for change, and it's that change we should pursue, not merely accept what is. That's the most important thing I've learned from unearthing the past. Those who don't change have always perished. Oh, my two girls, together in fighting just like the sisters they are. Oh, my heart is so happy. Seamus here. Hardy, it's seven in the morning. You know I'm on vacation starting today, right? I and I'm sorry to have to disturb you, but this couldn't wait. Ugh. Do I dare ask what can't wait? The garbage. Uh, to be more specific, the garbage collectors. <clears throat> uh, what about them? Are they collecting it for souvenirs instead of taking it to the dump? Nay, as a matter of fact, they're threatening not to take it at all. They want to unionize. They say if they can't, they won't take any pickups come Wednesday. I don't see how this is the business of the vacationing police commissioner. They're assembling in front of the mayor's office. I station a few officers so they can't get in, but Smythe is terrified. He begged me to call you to get you down there and see if you can persuade them to disperse. 
He won't come near City Hall until they're gone. Oh, for crying out loud. Fine. Give me time to shower and shave. This had better be a real emergency, Hardy, or Smythe is going to be terrified of me. Jeez, I couldn't even get one day of vacation in before the call started. Do I dare ask what the rest of the week is going to be like? Maybe I should take Artie up on his boat trip offer. Hell, maybe I should get out of Bristol Port altogether. I bet Timbuktu is nice this time of year. Welcome back, Captain Nika. Your presence has been missed. Did you enjoy your stay in America? Yes, it was killer dealer. What's the barber in the clubhouse? Uh, excuse me? That was English for I had a great time and what has been happening here? Ah, excuse my ignorance. All has been calm here. Well, except for one thing. Yesterday, a truck carrying chickens entered the tunnel from the other side of the mountain, but he did not arrive here. Someone gloomed the crate of egg layers? Jeepers! We do not know what happened to the truck. It did not pass back over the border. There was no indication of a crash either. Certainly none was reported. I sent some of the guards to investigate, but they found nothing. I do not know how to proceed. I was hoping you would. Hmm, yes, I know the perfect way's head for this caper. Amar, we'll put the armor on this yig. It's a sure bet. I should have thought of that. I see why the queen prizes you so highly. Amar is most likely either at the cotton site or with his family. I will have him summoned for you. No need. I'll breeze off and catch up with him myself. I know his hangouts. Need to look up my goose while I'm at it. Been too long. Uh, hangouts? Goose? <sighs> I will find him myself. I know where he frequents. On my way, I will stop in and see my husband, as I have not had the chance to do so yet, and I have missed him. Ah, very good. Please give me apprised of your progress. It's a sure bet. Do me a favor? I would be pleased to do so. What is it? Take a flutter at the lingo. It'll crack you up. And it'll be better than flipping our lips in code. I will do my best to accomplish whatever it is you just said. Just listen to Sam Spade and Philip Marlowe on the radio. Kamish, over here! Betty, what are you doing here? Hardy called me, told me what was happening, and said you were on the way. I thought I'd come and help. This is Mr. Miller. He's the head garbage collector. Uh, thanks, Betty. But I've known the commissioner for years. Sorry to get you out of bed, Ray. If our supposed mayor had a backbone, he wouldn't even be here. Well, I'm sorry you got me out of bed too, Sam. This might be the only thing between you guys and a union. <laughs> Pretty much. Most Bristol Park citizens support us, just not him. He said he's afraid garbage costs will go to the roof. They won't. They have the numbers to prove it, and it's not fair. You cops have a union, so does fire. We're out there every day, year-round, and we're not getting a fair wage. On top of that, it's a dangerous, dirty job. You 
have a lot of good points. You know what I have? What? The knowledge that he can't actually stop you from appealing to the city council. Not if you have a petition signed by at least 100 people. It's an old law still on the books that most people don't know about. Do you have a lawyer? Uh, sure. Have him call my office. Betty can give him the specific instructions for the petition wording. Have all your guys sign it and bring it to me. I'll sign it too. Police and fire will too. The minute you have those 100 signatures, you can request a council hearing without the mayor's approval. I'll do it right away. Ah, oh, thanks so much. I, I, I gotta ask, though. Why did you tell me all of this? Aren't you on the mayor's side? Heck no. I don't take sides. Not when it comes to the law. It's my job to make sure that law is upheld in Bristolport. Every law. In order to do that, I have to know all the laws and how they work. They apply to everyone. Between you and me, though, I don't like him any better than you do. I hope he gets voted out in November. You and me both. Hey. Hey, maybe you should run, huh? Bet you'd win hands down. No thanks. I like being commissioner. So, you'll explain to your people and get them out of City Hall. I really don't want to arrest anyone for unlawful assembly. I'll get them out right now. Hey, thanks again. I owe you one. Just pick up my garbage on time. That's all I ask. Betty, let's go to my office so I can show you what to give Sam's lawyer. Then back to bed? You deserve to. You were brilliant here. Thanks. No, I'm awake now. I think I'll take you to breakfast to thank you for running over here so early. Then I'll go bug Artie. Maybe I can get some fishing in. Fish don't have telephones. This is truly odd. We have traversed this tunnel three times and have found no sign of a truck or a possible trap door in the tunnel walls. There is no skid mark on the road. It's a conk buster for sure, especially since a second jalopy has skipped without a trace. Chickens are now bricks. Holy moly! I was hoping your hocus pocus would drop a dime on this case. Oh, alas, I am not receiving a single vibration here. I think perhaps we should enlist the help of those who are expert at finding things where there is nothing. Who are these plugs? Dr. Beryl, of course, and her sister Farley. Of course. Hold up. Did you say sister? I did. She was long lost and has been found. <laughs> you will like her, Nika. She is a warrior of the highest caliber. A kitten dog face? Christopher Columbus, this I have to jaw with. I will burn the road to the palace. Betty, what are you doing here at the office? We're supposed to be on the road in an hour. I was more than a little surprised when I got up to find not only weren't you packing, you weren't even in the house. I'm sorry, Lord. I completely forgot we had plans to go up to Boston. I can't leave. Not now. I need to cover for Ray while he's gone. I've already had to do three major things for him, like the meeting with the lawyer of the Garbage Men Monday. Can't Chief Hardy cover? Hardy doesn't know this office. 
I know stuff around here that not even the commission's secretary knows. If you can't understand the importance of the situation, we have a big problem. This is what I love, Lore. This is who I am. It's not going to change, especially once I finish the academy. It's what you love, not who you love. There's supposed to be room for both. I make room. I went to a lot of trouble to make sure I could get a day off myself. I'm the only one running the museum right now, remember? Beryl actually let me close today just so we could spend time together. You never make an effort for me at all. You don't even make time when Ray is right there. That means you have the problem, not me. Or maybe I'm the problem and you just don't want to say so. Either way, you need to come clean for both of us. Lord, that's not... I know her career is important to her, but this trip was important too. Or maybe it was only important to me. Maybe I really don't matter to her. I'm just the chief cook and bottle washer. She certainly doesn't seem to think my passions are of any value. Well, hello to you too, Lorelei. Oh, Ray. I'm so sorry. I was just too busy thinking and not looking. It's okay. No harm done. You're crying. What's wrong? It's nothing. My life is just falling apart. That's all. What? Betty, can I? <laughs> oh, no. Come with me, kid. We'll go somewhere private where you can tell me everything. I'm not getting any vibrations either. Not in this tunnel, anyway. What is on the other side of the mountain? A border gate and guardhouse sits about a kilometer from the tunnel entrance. Between it and the mountain is merely brush. There is no other road. There's no marked road. I think Farley is on to something. Let's get down there and check. And she's gone. I was going to suggest driving, as we've already traversed most of the tunnel twice. Farley has much inside her that she needs to expel, including energy. I suggest we walk as well for the same reason. You have something to get off your chest? No. You do, Dr. Bell. You are still full of despair and indecision. I do not need my powers as a mystic to know this, just my knowledge of you. You know me better than I know myself. I thought the decisions I had to make were hard before we found Farley. Now everything is so much harder. Your sister has no bearing on the choices you need to make. Do not use her presence as an excuse. Perhaps you should say aloud what is, what is churning in your soul. You know what is in my soul. Should I marry Ray? Should I marry Lazak? He hasn't asked yet, but he's hinted at it. And I have to admit it, I'm attracted to him. That makes me feel guilty. But should I marry anyone? Yes, there's children to consider, but they're to consider on both sides of the argument. I can't just have children to satisfy other people, or even a lineage. I don't even know if I could be a mother. I've never had the urge to be one. Though I enjoy the time I spend with our school groups, the only urges I feel are 
to discover the past and to protect the present, both of which will ultimately protect the future. Is it wrong to feel that way? Society seems to think so. But is society right? You must have thoughts about all of this, Amar. What are they? As you have asked, I will tell you. Do not marry Lazoc. You would never be happy as the wife of a prime minister, especially here, for your duties as his wife and princess would demand all of your time. Should you marry Ray? Ah, that is a far more difficult question. You would have duties as his wife as well, though there would not be as many. However, I believe you and he have a, a special love for each other, one that cannot be ignored. It has not grown much lately, for both of you have come to the same realization about commitment and have been too afraid to ponder the subject. Search your heart, Dr. Bill. As always, your truth is there, but do remember that he has a truth as well, and his truth must be considered as well as your own. Truth is part of the problem. If I say yes to him, I would have to tell him that I am the jewel. Would he forgive me for not telling him sooner? Would he try to force me to stop being the jewel? The answers have to be yes and no, or we can never work. I have never searched his heart for the truth. I feel that's cheating, to say the least. Ah, <laughs> uh, another reason why you are such a wonderful person. Start with your own heart, your own feelings. I will say, I do not think revealing that you are the jewel would be as much of an issue as you fear. Ray is not like other men. He respects and admires you, and he has no wish to change you in any way. Of this, I am certain. It's very good to know. Thank you, Lamar. I still don't know the answers, but I feel a lot better about finding them. I should have come to you long ago. Oh, you have. Many times. This time you listened with both your ears and heart. You are not the easiest of pupils, but you are by far the best. Beryl, Amar, come quickly. I have found something. That sounds promising. Let's hurry. sounds so so trivial i'm sure and probably childish and i'm sure i'm making mount everest out of an anthill but i uh, whoa whoa uh, whoa let me get a word in edgewise no it doesn't sound like any of those things to me i think you have legitimate concerns really of course she made a promise to you and broke it then dismissed your feelings you have every right to be hurt that being said, I think this is a growing pain, not a deal-breaker. Really? <laughs> really? Really? Betty's had a hard life. Yes, she's had money, but she lost her parents at too young an age. 
Between nannies and boarding schools, she basically grew up alone. You know yourself she doesn't have a lot of friends. That means she hasn't had the chance to really learn social or communication skills. On top of that, she just found an outlet for her passion in her mentorship program. I guess I'm partly to blame for this. She really is as good as I've said she is, and I've taken advantage of that. Oh, don't blame yourself, Ray. You didn't do anything wrong. And neither did you. And neither did Betty. Not really. She never meant to hurt your feelings. She doesn't really understand how all of that works. That's the reason, and that's the problem. You two need to sit and talk this out. She needs to understand that your passions are just as important as hers, and she needs to respect you. That's how you feel about Beryl, huh? You bet. I would never want her to give up her life just to be with me. Yes, I know that certain people would expect her to do just that if we got married, but I've never paid attention to other people's opinions. As far as I'm concerned, she could travel the world on her digs to her heart's content, the way she's always done. She wouldn't need to stay home to entertain a bunch of blowhards, or even me. That is so admirable. It would be hard to have a family doing that, though. I'm okay with not having one. I'm okay with you too, kid. I, I know I tease you a lot, but it's a wacky form of affection. I hope you know that. I do. That's why I give it right back to you. I know we're friends, and I'm proud of that. You were a really great guy before, Ray. Since Beryl left, you've become a really, really great guy. <laughs> wow. Thanks. I'm proud to be your friend, too. You're pretty special yourself. Now, to get you back to your happy self. Where's your phone? There's one in the hall. Betty? Ray, I need you to do something. Yes, right now. I need you to come home. Yes, that phrasing does mean I'm here. No, no. But it's really important that you come now. Anything in my office can wait to be handled by Hardy. What I need you to do right now is top priority. Good. I'll be waiting. Betty's on the way. I guarantee that within an hour or two, you will be back on track. I hope so. I don't know how I can thank you, Ray. You already have. <laughs> I never would have made it through the last couple of months without your support. Though, there is one thing you could do for me. Anything? What? Help me write a very special telegram. <laughs> I don't know how you spotted these tracks behind all the bushes, but there's no doubt. A truck went through here, and recently. I know. I also know another truck was here before that truck. The older tracks are here, and here. Can you tell where they go? I am still not receiving any vibrations. With time I could, but right now, no. Beryl, can you? Good question. Let's find out. What do you see, my little purple friend? The tracks continue into the brush for about 200 yards, then stop in a clearing. The trucks are in that clearing. There are at least two men in the clearing with them. 
Then we will get them out. Hold on. We're not going to just rush in there. Even with the upper hand and my powers, it's foolish. Amar, would you please return to the palace and get Nika and some of the guards? Yes. What will you do? Watch and wait. I'll let you know if something changes. Here. Take my scarf and tie it to one of the bushes to mark the path here. The clearing is straight ahead from here. I will return as soon as it is possible. I do not take kindly to being called foolish. I know what to do. I have spent my whole life fighting people such as these. Yes, but in your forest, with your weapons, you have neither here. Even the best warrior recognizes their weaknesses. What could you do right now against men with rifles? You didn't mention they were armed. Still, we could do something. I can make a bow and arrows from almost anything around us, for instance. Do it. Meanwhile, I'll continue to try and survey the situation via the eye of the soul. This is a team effort, Farley. You're not alone anymore. Rely on me and Dad and everyone else you've met to help. Let us lead when one of us is more familiar with the problem at hand. Apologies. I'm still struggling with those concepts. I believe the adage is, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That would only be true if you were an old dog. And you're neither. How old are you, anyway? Dad says I'm 34. I didn't know my, that myself until he told me. I could only guess. He told me my date is birth as well. My date of birth is August 7th. That means you have a birthday coming up. We'll have to have a big celebration. It's your first birthday, after all. So it is. That makes me a very young dog. <laughs> I guess it does. Go fetch sticks, puppy. And make a lot of arrows. We may just need them. Welcome to the Bell of the Sea, Ray. I am glad you finally made it. Jump on board. Me too. Sorry I had to cancel three days in a row. Nah, don't worry about it. The weather was pretty lousy anyway. I didn't even go out on Tuesday. Today's kind of iffy too. The glass is going down. We should get at least a few hours before the storm hits though. Uh, you don't get seasick, do you? Hell no. I worked on my uncle's boat most summers, remember? Oh yeah, I did forget that. Well, Captain Ahab, let's shove off. So, what was keeping you so busy? A demonstration by the garbage men. Friends with issues and a pretty nasty meeting with the mayor, who tried to take me to task for doing my job. I took him to task for not doing his. <laughs> Smythe is an idiot. I figured that out my first day back when I saw him try to park his 20-foot car in a 10-foot parking spot. Wouldn't take a huge spot 100 feet away. Oh, no. You know what? You should be mayor, Ray. Not only do you have the smarts, but you care more about Bristolport than just about anyone. That's the second time I've heard that this week. No thanks. I am not interested in all of that pomp and circumstances. I could do more for the city as commissioner. Right now, though, I don't even want to do that. I just want to relax and have a little fun. <laughs> fun and relaxation coming right up. Oh, by the way, there's a thermos of coffee over here and uh, a flask of Jameson's, if you're in the mood. Not yet. 
but I will be. Coffee I'll take. Ugh, this is great. No phones, no crime, just sun and waves and the glorious smell of diesel fuel. I'm starting to get a real craving for some broiled bluefish. Motorboat's engine just blew up. Ray, what are you doing? Ray! <clears throat> it's okay. I got you, kid. Artie, throw me a line and get this little girl up. I'm going for more. There's a whole family in there. Good to see you, Nika. Yes, this is my sister, Farley. Farley, this is Nika, captain of the Royal Guard. She's been in Bristolport helping at my museum. Good to meet a fellow female warrior. We have much to discuss. It's a sure bet, chum. So, what's the lowdown? The two missing trucks are in a clearing about a hundred meters down. There are men with them. I can't tell how many but I do know they're armed. Now that you're here, I'm going to move closer. No, I will go. It's not safe for you to go. Actually, it's safer for me than you. Holy moly! She vanished! I'm still here, Nika. Just invisible. I will be back momentarily. Maybe I should have had Farley do this. She would have swung through the trees instead of walking on this very noisy ground. There they are. Four men, all with rifles. There are the trucks, and the drivers are tied up. The men are speaking, not in Mordonia. I think it might be German. What are they saying? I'll risk taking a step closer. One thousand. No less. That is a fair price. That is a high price, but we will pay it. After all, you will have to dispose of the trash. What <laughs> 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 uh, will you need next? I'm sure it is too much to expect ammunition to travel here, so any metal you can get. There is construction happening in Modonia right now, so metal should be an easy acquisition. Let us meet here in three days' time. We should have what you need by then. Why do you need ammunition, out of curiosity? What we want with ammunition is our business. Stick to your business. Curiosity kills a cat, and it can kill humans as well. We will be back in three days' time. This is a far bigger problem than simple theft. We need to catch these guys and stop whatever plot they're cooking up. Time to strategize and quick. I think the trash they mentioned were those poor truck drivers. Are you 
you sure you're okay, Ray? That water's cold and you were in it for a long time. I'm okay. Promise. Just wet. Ah, oh, nothing but a dry suit and some of your flask can't fix. You sure we got them all? Positive. I had the father do a head count twice. They're all okay, too. Don't even have to go to the hospital. Man, I still can't believe how fast you reacted. I had to. I saw right away those kids weren't wearing life vests and that none of them knew how to swim. Excuse me. Uh, Commissioner Lawrence? I, I, I just wanted to thank you again for saving my family. You're a real hero. We, we, we never would have made it without you. I'm glad I was there to help. Next time, make sure everyone has life vests. You can't count on me or anyone else for that matter to be nearby. I will, I swear. And thanks again. Commissioner Lawrence! Over here! What happened? Boat engine shorted and exploded. No fatalities. Thanks to you, we got the whole story from Mrs. Logan. I was in the right place at the right time, that's all. You're too modest. Not every guy could pull six people out of the harbor alive. You sure couldn't, Tony. Not with that gut. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who usually passes out the medals. Gonna give yourself one? No, I just did my civic duty. That's enough, guys. Go find a real story to report, like maybe the dangers of going out in a boat unprepared. We've got a lot of summer left. Hey, you, you want to lift home? If you don't mind a soggy car seat, that would be great. Then I think we should go to the fish market and buy a couple of bluefish. I, I don't think I could handle getting wet again, and it's starting to rain. Let's get out of here ourselves. What do you want to do with these two? Can't just leave them here. They may figure out how to untie themselves and they know what we look like now. <sighs> Didn't want to have to use violence. Maybe we should tie them to trees. There are bears and wolves in the woods that will take care of them. I'll do this one. You take that one. There. Done. Not so fast. There is no escape for you. I know the truth of who you are and what you've been doing. No more. A shivering robed figure. Shoot it! Oh no, you don't. Gah! Gah! My hand! You shot an arrow right through it! Gah! You both are now frozen in place and will remain so until I release you. I will take your weapons. Farley, untie the drivers. We'll use the ropes on these two. We are not the only ones involved. We can lead you to the rest. No need. We aren't the only ones involved either. The rest, as you call them, are being followed. They are heading in the direction of the Porter Gate, but I do not believe they will attempt to go through it. I think they have a hidden camp nearby. Dollars to donuts, that's a sure bet! I see you did not learn New English words during your stay in America. I did, actually. Daddy even taught me cowboy lingo. 
I can speak English as well as you now, but I prefer the sling. I believe I do as well in your case, Mika. Stop the car. They have turned. We shall continue on foot. How many of your guards follow? Five. The other half Sobak stayed to help Princess Beryl. Good. Go tell them to surround this area, then catch up to me. I will alert Dr. Beryl as I go. Roger, Dodger. The vibration I am receiving from these men is very bad. They are up to the very darkest evil. Are there more in their encampment? Yes, as many as ten. They are stopping. Yes, here it is. They already have a tank, guns, other weapons. Dr. Beryl, see what I see, hear what I hear, and come quickly. This may be too much even for you, but we must do what we can and now. I am behind you. Holy cow! Is that flag what I think it is? I am very much afraid it is. Not in my country they don't. Let's see. Tin hoods all rotted with gets and pistols. Not good. We need our own artillery. If we can take them by surprise, guns will not be necessary. When Dr. Beryl and Farley arrive, we will create a diversion. They will be able to disarm them. They? They are both mystics like you? Only Dr. Beryl. Farley is a warrior like no other. You will see. Criminy! I can't wait to eyeball that! We're here. We must stop this before it starts. We should attack in waves, Beryl. Amar, Crater's diversion. Nika and I will rush from the side. There. Then Beryl and Amar can attack from the front. Disarm. Oh. Not attack. Fine. Do it your mystic way. As long as you do not get hurt and I do not have to rescue you. You are one pug dame, Farley. I like you better by the second. I too am a hard number. Let's go. Silently. I will be above you in the trees. On my mark. Go. Stop in your tracks, all of you. Your evil will end now. They are incapacitated. I will retrieve my guards. Farley, you hit every one of them, but only the clothes. I am certain you did that on purpose. You said disarm, not attack. I don't know how to disarm without attacking, but I do know how to attack without killing. I have never killed a living soul except for the animals I killed to eat. Warfare is far more complex than organized murder. Wise words. Ones these men need to learn. They are not the only ones in their group. We must confer with Lazoc immediately. He can contact the leaders of the other countries in the area and alert them. I predict there will be a swift end to this resurgence of hate.
Good morning, Ray. Happy Monday. Coffee is all ready, and I made blueberry cake to go with it. Good morning yourself, kid. You sound like you're back to your sunny chipper self. My world is all right again, thanks to you. What she said. I owe you big time commish. Pay me and those ribs of yours. They're already marinating, and I made coleslaw and beans to go with them. We're feasting tonight. Any news? Not yet, but I think it's too soon to hear. Getting anything to Mordonia takes forever. Then I'll keep my fingers crossed. You still okay with me taking a couple of days off? Of course. We really should be on summer break like any other student. I'm just taking advantage. I don't mind. Laura's here all day. What would I do by myself? Besides, I like working. We, we know. know. I don't think I'll ever try to take a vacation again. I think I worked harder last week than I ever do. What's going on out there? Sounds like a protest or something. <gasps> oh, no. Ray, you're not going to believe this. What is it? There's a huge assembly in the plaza. They've hung a big banner that says Raymond Lawrence for mayor. <laughs> oh, no. from Lezoc that the entire ring has been uncovered and arrested. Good. Hmm. You seem lost in thought. Are you still struggling with your decisions? No, I'm not. Some of my decisions were made the instant I saw that encampment. I was put on this earth to defend it and the innocent people who live on it. That is the master I must serve. I spoke with Honor about it. She's not happy, of course, but she admits it's the only choice. Her hopes of descendants have not died completely. Not now that Varley is here. As fierce as she is, she is also longing for a family of her own. You said some of your decisions were made. The others are not. They are. They were as soon as I received this telegram. From who? Read it. Dearest Beryl, please forgive my intrusion, but I needed to tell you this. I love you. I love you as you. I would never expect or wish you to be anything but who you are right now, not even if you agreed to be my wife. Hmm. If you are... If who you are is an independent woman who doesn't want a commitment, so be it. I would never try to force a different answer. I would remain a faithful friend because you are such a valuable friend to have. Hope all is well. Please give my regards to Lazak and Brownlee and the Queen and greetings to Amar. Both of you are much missed and not just by me. Fondly, Ray. That is truly one of the most admirable letters I have ever read. And honest. I can feel the truth in it. I can never find the love and respect he offers in any other man. So, you will marry him? If you'll still have me. Now I'm itching to go home and find out. 
Are you ready to return to Bristolport? Ah, yes. Even I have my limits on time with my family. But what of Farley? I'll leave that up to her. She's welcome to come anytime she wants. I kind of hope she does. I have a lot to learn from her. <laughs> Farley Morgan in America. I wonder if either is ready for the other. <laughs> This has been another episode of The Jewel, brought to you by Oasis Cigarettes, the smoke that's a little bit of paradise with each puff. Come back next time for a brand new episode, same time, same station. Tonight's cast included Helen Alamano, Val Coons, Mike Luce, Richard Tatum, Rachel Wasserman, and Keith Wright. Story by Val Coons. Sound patterns by Rachel Wasserman. The Jewel theme was written and performed by Marty Axelrod. This has been a Q Footsteps production. <laughs>